Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is right. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here on a Thursday morning to talk about some sports, some good Good, good sports. Um, oh man, um, man. I mean, so much to talk about. So much. Uh, it's been a crazy week. Uh, I'm doing good. Hope all you guys are doing good as well. Um, hmm. It has been a crazy week, though. It has been. Um, there's no, um, I don't have no hockey to talk about, um, really no news on hockey, not even, um, on the Blackhawks either, um, to be honest, um, uh, so, I mean, let's look, let's look at Penn State, they have not won a game yet, they lost to Indiana, which they should have won that, but they lost it, uh, 36 to 35 in overtime, and they lost to Ohio State 38 to 25 last week. Um, so uh, that's disappointing. It's disappointing, you know. Just hope we're able to, you know, find their groove because we got Maryland this Saturday. We got Nebraska the 14th. We got Iowa the 21st, and we got Michigan the 28th. All right. Uh, either way, I don't care how we put this. We can win the rest of our games. Guys, we're not doing anything. We are not doing anything at all. But at least we got some college football, you know. That's uh, the important thing about all this. Um... I mean, hopefully, you know, Penn State can look, you know, finish the finish the season, a season, looking strong, give us hope. Um, but I, I don't think, <clears throat> I don't think we're gonna do anything necessarily as far as uh, championship goes. All right. Um. We can uh, move on to Major League Baseball. Um, let's look at MOB. We're going to uh, talk about potential trade candidate, candidates for... Um, we're going to look at trade candidates for... Um, uh, this offseason, and we're going to look at free agencies as well. So, MLB's top 10 offseason trade candidates. Here we go. That's right. Let's talk about it. Um, Number one, obviously, is going to be Francisco Lindor. <clears throat> After the 2021 season, he will be a free agent. Um. Um, obviously, Cleveland doesn't have 
problem problem with trading people, but uh man um. Lindor, he wants to. He wants to stay with the Indians. They just won't pay him. They don't have the money to pay him. So, if if they don't trade him, they might just let him walk. But I say you trade him. I always said I've always said you trade him, and you get something for him. The possible suitors for that are the Angels. Phillies and the Yankees. Out of all three, I would say the Yankees. Even if they they, they do they don't trade him to the Yankees this season, trade him to another team. He'll probably become a free agent, test the waters, and then we'll, uh, we could see him go going to the Yankees for the money he wants. Um, I mean. If Yankees <clears throat> don't try to get get them, that's dumb on their part. That's, that's stupidity. Um, then we got uh, Chris Bryant. He's a free agent after twenty twenty one as well. This I don't think this would be a a, a uh. A stupid move. Chris Bryant's a former MVP. He's a tremendous player. Always been a fan of him. But the possible suitors are the Blue Jays, the Braves, Nationals, and Phillies. I could see a player like him going probably to the Braves or the Phillies. Um, I don't think it would be smart. I don't think it would. Um, then you got Josh Hatter. Free agent after 2023. Wow, <laughs> still got a long ways to go, but I guess they want to trade him up. Um, we're thinking about it, and the possible suitors, the Angels, Braves, Dodgers, Phillies, and the Yankees. I can see a guy like this, you know, uh, Kershaw winding down eventually. You look at a team like the Dodgers, the Angels need some help. The Yankees need some help as well, so uh, Phillies, Phillies as well, all those teams, contenders, people, contenders, yeah. Uh, then you got Lance Lynn. Um, he's a free agent after 2021. Um, makes sense. The possible suitors are the Angels, the Blue Jays, the Braves, the Mets, the Phillies, the White Sox, and the Yankees. Uh, this this right here probably would could be a Mets move, but like it could be anybody's move as well either. Um, <clears throat> Blake Snow, he's a free agent after 2023. Um, possible suitors are the Angels, Braves, Mets, Phillies, White Sox. Eduardo Escobar. Alright. Uh, he's a free agent after 2021. This third baseman, his possible suitors are Blue Jays, Braves, Brewers, Nationals, and the Phillies. Nolan Ardenado, he's a he's under contract through 2026, and his possible suitors are the Phillies and the Mets. I can see him going somewhere like the Mets or the Phillies, definitely. I mean, he's a third baseman, maybe for Galindol. <clears throat> Who knows? Um, Kyle Seager, another third baseman. He's a free agent after uh, 2022. 
Um, they say Blue Jays, Braves, Phillies, and the Nationals. Um, then you got uh, Ahmad Rosario, shortstop. Um, he's a free agent after 2023. Possible suitors are the Angels, A's, Cleveland, Marlins, Orioles, Pirates, Reds, and the Royals. Yeah, the I mean, I can see why Cleveland would be in this right here. Um, cuz they're like you said, like I said, they're probably done with Lindor. So, uh, they're going to need yeah, they're going to need a shortstop. So, or in a second baseman maybe. Um, JD Martinez, the designated hitter for the Boston Red Sox. He's a free agent after 2022. And the suitors will be the Twins, the White Sox, the Braves, the Padres, and the Phillies. They say Phillies only if the National League uh, adopts the designated hitter DH, DH rule. Alright, um... Okay, so let's uh let's talk about the the free agents, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about that. All right, y'all. Let's look at the uh the top sixty Major League Baseball free agents. All right, all right. Here we go. Number one, George Springer. I know it's between George Springer and JT Romoto, um, but now nah, I gotta give it to George Springer. Um, uh, tremendous talent. The dude, uh, he's gonna get a mega deal this off season. Um, now, uh, I know people are like, "Oh, he might just go back to the Astros." <laughs> it depends what other teams offer him, and this is why. Um, George Springer, like I said, tremendous talent. Um, you're going to have teams like the poss possible fits they're saying are the Mets, Phillies, and Astros. Um, would the, would the smart thing to do is go to the, uh, stay with the Astros? Yes. But you might want to get out of all that drama there. So you might go to the Phillies and play with Bryce Harper. Or just go to the Mets and rebuild with the Mets. But I say the best possible fit for him would be the Phillies. JT Ramudo. Alright, another uh another um great uh player. Um he's uh possible fits are the Phillies National Mets. I'm going to say he stays with the Phillies. Um <clears throat> Then we have Trevor Bauer, right? Um, his possible fits are the Mets, the Angels, and the Giants. I'm going to put my Yankees in there just because he's a starting pitcher. Um, but I say, uh, say, I don't know. Looks like he would be an Angel guy. So we'll see. We'll see. And you got DJ LeMatthew. That is right. 
Yankees, Nationals, and Angels are possible fits. But this is what I say. If they do sign them back, they could use them as a trade piece to get Francisco Lindol. That's right, y'all. That is right. Number five, Marcus Stroman, starting pitcher, possible fits, Mets, Braves, and Angels. I say he stays with the Mets. Then we got Marcel Osuna, possible fits, Braves, Rangers, and the Nationals. I say I'd stay with the Braves, but I mean, if you're going to go to another team uh, from this list, I would say the Nationals, people. All right. Um, then you got Justin Turner. I hope controversy with him. Um, but his possible fits, Dodgers, Blue Jays, Nationals. <clears throat> I say Dodgers. I say I think he stays with the Dodgers. Um, Michael Brantley. Um, that's a native hitter for the for the Astros, Nationals, Cardinals, White Sox. Player like his caliber, I can see him going to the Cardinals. Um, Andrelton Simmons, shortstop. Possible fits Yankees, Reds, Phillies. I can see this a player like him. Um, probably possibly going to a team like the Reds. Um, Mashiro Tanaka. Um, you know, he's 32 and the only possible fit is the Yankees from, I say, you let him walk. And maybe a team like the Mets pick him up. I'm not, no, I'm, I'm done with him. I'm sorry. I'm done. Marcus Simmon. Possible fits, Reds, Yankees, Phillies. I say he ends up... Possibly with the Phillies. Since I, ju I just feel like... I, and these shortstops, they're good for the Yankees. Um, I mean, this dude, he finished third in the American League in MVP award voting. I mean, if we can't get Lindor, then right, I'm like, yeah, all right, let's get him. But if not, hey... Jackie Brent, Brent Bradley. Um, possible fits. Red Sox, Phillies, Diamondbacks. Uh, I see he stays with the Red Sox, but if not, uh, I can see him going to the Diamondbacks. <clears throat> yes, sir. Um, Jock Peterson. Possible fits. Angels, White Sox, and the Dodgers. I'm going to say uh, Angels. Yeah. Nelson Cruz, possible possible fits. Twins, White Sox, Rays. I say he stays with the Twins. Um, as he's uh, just turned 40 in July. Um, James McCann. Um, Rockies, Mets, Astros. He is a catcher, so I put my Yankees in there because we're not, I pray to God we do not stay with Gary Sanchez. But I can see this player, um, possibly going to the Astros. Kevin Gosman, 
starting pitcher, uh, possible fits Angels, Yankees, Rangers. Like I said, I believe Yankees will get help, but not to, not from him. And I say he goes to the Rangers. Um. Then we look at uh, D.D. Gregorius, uh, possible fits Angels, Yankees, Reds. I can see him going to uh, the Reds. He's not going back to the Yankees. Um, James Paxton, starting pitcher, possible fits Yankees, National, tw Nationals, and Twins. I say he will end up with the, the Twins. Colton Wong. Possible fits, Rockies, A's, and the Cleveland Indians. Um, I can see him going to the A's. Liam Hendricks, uh, possible fits, Phillies, Cardinals, and the Twins. I, a guy like this, I can see him going to the Arizona Cardinals. Wow, Arizona Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals. But yeah, people, the list goes on and on. That's it. <laughs> if I do that, if I keep on with the list, we'll be here all day. Um, But, I mean, there's a few key, um, <clears throat> you know, free agents. Um, a few key free agents. Um, but don't forget, I do, this is what's gonna happen. I believe it's it's gonna be crazy because you know we're gonna have we will have uh we're gonna have free agency. We're gonna have trades. I believe there's gonna be at least one or two trades that that you're gonna be like, oh my god, and you're just gonna like be blown away by it. Right, um, so look out for one of those trades. You know what? Those trades are like always interesting. Um, you know, don't forget Brett Gardner from the Yankees. He's also a free agent. Um, we'll see. Uh, I think we we definitely should get younger, and we should start looking and bringing more new guys. I'm tired of. I am so tired of just bringing in same rusty old guys, you know. And Brett Garner, yeah, he's helped, but oh man, that's it. That is it, people. Now I want to talk about um off season. Uh, what's uh what's gonna what's how it's the dates to it. Um, and here it is, October twenty eighth at nine a.m. Eastern time um, on Wednesday, all eligible, all eligible players are free agents. Um, October 30th, most contract option decisions are due on this date. Some contracts specify on a different date, though. Um, November 1st, deadline for teams to tender the eligible free agents. The qualifying offer, the qualifying offer is a one-year contract worth the average of the top 125 salaries of 18.9 million this off season. November 1st is when free agency begins. The five-day exclusive negotiating period would end and free agents will be truly 
free to negotiate and sign with any team. Um, obviously, usually you won't see a rash of signings, especially since COVID-19. You won't see a rash of signings on day one. Especially since Major League Baseball is in a salary cap league. And free agents don't worry about worry about getting left out. Um, or cap space run though and all that. So uh But yeah, November second, finalists for twenty twenty major awards announced during uh live MLB network broadcast at six PM Eastern time. We've all seen this already. And then November 3rd, Gold Glove winners announced during a live ESPN broadcast at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. That was a few days ago. Now November 9th through 12th, MLB and the BBWAA will announce the 2020 Major Award of Winners during this week. Alright. Usually Rookie of the Year will be announced November 9th. Manager of the Year will be announced November 10th. Cy Young. Cy Young winners will be announced on November 11th, and MVPs will be announced on November 12th. And the announcement will take place on MLB Network broadcast at 6 p.m. Eastern Time each day. November 11th deadline for free agents to accept or reject the qualifying offer. Players who accept the qualifying offer signed that one-year $18.9 million contract and remain with their team. And if you do accept that, though, you cannot be traded until June 15th without their consent. Now, free agents who reject the qualifying offer are attached to the draft pick compensation. Their former team receives a draft pick should they sign somewhere else. And their new team has to forfeit a draft pick and, and, and international bonus money. All right. So the, some of the people that uh, rejected it were Trevor Bauer, DJ LeMatthew, JT Romoto, and George Springer. But so, most of the time, they a lot of people like they do that. Same thing in the NBA and NFL. They reject their their contracts just so they, they get paid big bucks, or at least the NBA. November 16th, the 2021 Hall of Fame ballot will be released on this date. November 20th, deadline for teams to add eligible minor leaguers to the 40-man roster to protect them from the five-rule draft, from the Rule 5 draft. Generally speaking, college players drafted no later than 2017 and high school players drafted no later than 2016 are Rule 5 draft eligible this winter. Um, December 2nd, non-tender deadline. This is the deadline for teams to offer their pre-arbitration and arbitration eligible, play, eligible players a contract for 2021. They don't have to sign them just yet, but they do have to offer them a contract. Um, then December 6th to 10th, uh... MLB's annual winter meetings, but MLB uh, has canceled that. So, uh, December 10th, the Rule 5 draft, um, we're just talking about that. Um, January 15th, um, deadline for teams and 
uh, arbitration eligible players to submit salary figures um, January 15th, the 2021 international signing periods begin mid-January 2021. Hall of Fame class announced early to mid-February are arbitration hearings. Um, February 27th, spring training officially begins. And April 1st, we have the Major League Baseball season opening day. So, <clears throat> there you have it, people. I know I know, I was a lot to, like, sit in, sit in, like, here. But it's good information, y'all. It is, uh, good information. I'm ready to, uh, look at my phone one day and see that the Yankees will not be signing, uh, That the Yankees will not be signing, um, at least re-signing Gary Sanchez. Um, so we'll see. <clears throat> um, nothing much. Uh, there's an article here saying the Yankees should trade John Carlos Stanton. I don't know. I, believe, I know he's he's not healthy much, but no. I mean, if you're gonna get George Springer, <laughs> no. I'd rather get rid of Aaron Hicks. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not saying you're gonna put John Carlos Stanton to start, but you could get rid of Aaron Hicks. Uh, there's really no Yankees news, y'all. So yeah, that's that's what I would do. But new, no. who knows? You know, um, but yeah, that's all people, that's all I got. Um, you know, NBA season, uh, is really very close. Um, <sighs> um, there's a lot of rumors about trades going on, so uh, that's exciting. And there's a lot of players that could um, use a new home next season. Um, I forgot. I think the draft. I think because I see it on here. They're saying it's in two weeks, but I'll check that before um, anything. I don't want to give you guys false information. Cause I'm ready for the draft. So if it's in two weeks, oh my. Don't get me started. Alright. Let's look at <clears throat> teams that can use a new home. And I'm gonna I'm look into, you know, top free agents, um and all this. Um oh, and it's being reported that <sighs> the Sixers are interested in James Harden. Now, could they do something where you can have all those three play together? Absolutely. I don't think the Rockets will go for that. I think the Rockets either want Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. I think if both both are big men, but Sixers don't have big men, so you would think uh, the Rockets would get Joel Embiid. I'm sorry, the Rockets. No, I said Sixers. No, the Rockets need a big man. Um, 
by saying, oh, you go with Ben Simmons. You got Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook. Ooh, watch out, bro. You, you know, you get uh, free agency. You get a couple key more pieces, which we will talk about. And, I mean, the whole Rockets staff is big. I mean, come on. Dude, you, what was it? Daryl Murray, I believe his name is. He, he went to the Sixers. So this was bound to happen. Come on. Number one on the list is Drew Holiday. It's right. I, I can see a guy like this going to maybe like the the Lakers, the Clippers, the Sixers. <clears throat> one of them contending teams. Buddy Heal, the Sacramento Kings, uh, definitely. He is not happy in that situation. And, uh. Yeah, it's done for Aaron Gordon. No, 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 I don't know. I like Aaron Gordon. But he could, um, I think that's somebody Rockets could use as a big man. Miles Turner as well. It's another one, um. John Collins. Alright. Um, but yeah, I so I, I do think James Harden might get traded. I mean, uh, if I'm the Houston Rockets, I look at it like this. It's like, if, if, the, if the Philadelphia 76ers offer me Ben Simmons <clears throat> for James Harden, I'm taking it. And you'll be like, what? You're out of your mind or whatever. Um... I look. I look at it. I look at. I look at it this way. You got. <clears throat> you got. You already got Russell Westbrook there, right? Um, but you have. You got uh, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. They can't seem to work together. James Harden and Russell Westbrook. We don't know if that's true or not. If they will, won't be able to work together with their first year. Joel and Ben, they've been doing this for a while now. Right? You sent James with Joel. Um, yes. Uh, but, yeah, we've had this big man. We had James with Dwight. It didn't work out. But this is no Dwight. This, this is Joel and B. So, I, I, I think it could work out. Now, I'd get, you get Ben Simmons with the Rockets. And I would not be mad if the Houston Rockets traded Russell Westbrook. Because that duo with Russell Westbrook and Ben Simmons, I do not know how that's going to work out. Because um, I always said Ben Simmons is kind of a LeBron James 2.0, where he uh, he's a facilitator. He's a point guard. He's a big man point guard, like a, like, a, like a LeBron James, like a Magic Johnson. So I don't know how you'll be able to have that work out. If, how are you going to have that work if, um, if Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook's going to have the ball in his hands the whole time? You mean, in that situation, you could trade him for a big man? You know, um, I don't know. Ugh. That was tough. But by the way, the draft, um, is November 18th. Is November 18th.
Let's look at, uh, let's see, um, some things here in the NBA. Um, the NBA, um, we're leaning towards December 22nd, um, to, to, um, they're progressing towards, uh, December 22nd. To start the NBA season. So. I mean. We'll see. One of the teams I am looking for. For. um, Not we'll see. But it's good. One of the teams I'm looking for. um, This off season. To see what they do in free agency. Or drafting. Is definitely. The Milwaukee Bucks. Can you can can you keep can you keep right when we look at this can you keep the Greek freak happy? Right, and that's the big thing. Can, the big thing is, can you? So we'll see. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see. I don't. I don't think they can. But I mean, who am I to who? You know, who am I to to say you can and you can't and all this other stuff? So. On about the start date for uh for the season, LeBron said he's gonna. That's why he brought Anthony Davis to the um. That's why he brought Anthony Davis to the to the Lakers, so he can handpick games. I mean, hey, if any everybody and anybody in the league can, you know, um. Do it. Why can't uh? Why can't um? LeBron do it. I mean, he's going what into his 18th season. Come on, man. No. Let LeBron be LeBron. If he wants to do it, let him do it. That's it. Um. That's how I see it. Um. But, um, yeah, people, very, very interesting, telling you right now, very interesting, um, like, free agency, you know, see some crazy moves, you're gonna be like, what? Yep, free agency, there's probably gonna be a few trades. The draft, that's one of the reasons I'm watching the draft, too. Not only that, but my Chicago Bulls, I believe, had the fourth, the third or the fourth pick, something like that. And so I'm watching that because of that. And there's going to be some crazy moves. I can see it already. I really can. So, yeah. I'm ready. 
to see uh, what happens. I'm ready to see what happens with all that. It's going to be real interesting to see like where certain guys go, what they do with this one, with that one. So, and I, I mean, November 18th is the draft. So, I'm going to say either by the end, between the end of November or in the middle of December. No, it can't be the middle of December. So, yeah, it's probably like a week, a week or a few days after the draft. They got to jump into free agency. Because if you wait to the, the middle of December, then like a week later, you got to go into the NBA season, you can't do things like the NBA. That's probably why players want to do the thing, do it in draft. Uh, sorry, wanted to do it in January. <sighs> but what are y'all going to do, right? What are y'all going to do? Let's look at the uh, some of the free agents, though, this season. Fred Van Leet. Um... Interesting. Hmm. This, I mean, pretty good ones. Um, I know they don't got Anthony Davis on here, even though he's a free agent. He said he's gonna um stay with the stay with the Lakers. Um, Fred VanVleet. If Rap if Raptors don't resign him, they're stupid. They got to give this money this brother um big bucks um. Cause he 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 balls. This brother balls. Like I ain't like I was like, all right, he could be a good, a good you know good guy off the bench. You know, give you at least 14, 15, 16 points a game. You know, do, he does his thing. Um, but this brother, he could drop thirty on any given night for you. And that's what I like. I like about that's what I like about him. The dude can drop a thirty piece, a forty piece on you. Any. Given night. Um, so you're saying Avadaga, the f favorite for Bulls first draft pick. Y'all better not. Y'all better get. Please, God. Come on. No, we. Like, we've had enough of, like, bad draft picks from outside. Like no. On oh, the people, the the Bulls are adding on the on the coaching staff. I like it. the 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 Chicago Bulls are looking that that um that coaching staff is looking very mighty well for us. So keep it up. Keep it up, y'all. Keep it up. And I'm not I'm not saying the dude from all shows is bad. I just. We've had enough of these picks where we're just like, it don't work out for us. So come on, no. Um, like I said, Danny Avajada. Um, these are some of the picks that could be available at pick number four. Kara Lewis Jr. on Onaka Okanag. Oh, nah, bro, I ain't doing that. <laughs> Ob Toppin and Patrick Williams. Um, we'll see. I mean, if I'm bulls, I'm trying to trade up at least, but yeah, 
don't know, but bulls look like they're going in the right direction, so I'm happy about that. I am happy about that, that they look like they're going in the, um, the right direction, um, we'll, I mean, we'll see, though, we'll see, we'll see on draft night how it all goes, because, uh, three teams pick ahead of, ahead of us, so, we'll see, we'll see, it could go, uh, it could go anyway, there we go anyway, yo. I'm telling y'all right now. Let me see this new tra uh, mock draft they did. Uh, Anthony Edwards to Minnesota. Makes sense. He's a shooting guard. Um, Golden State. Oh, Golden State? They're saying Golden State would get Denny Avadijada, whatever. He's a small forward. Um, school Israel. Uh, okay. I don't think that's going to happen, though. Shortly gets that. Could have pronounced the dude's name. And they say Chicago drafts LaMelo Ball. If LaMelo Ball is available at the fourth pick, they're going to draft him. But I just don't see. If Minnesota lets him walk, Golden State's not going to get him. I, Shortly, I don't think, would pass him up. And if they do, well, then guess what? He's going to Chicago. Absolutely. You see, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that. But I don't know how accurate this guy's draft mic is. So let me go to another one. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Bleacher Report. I love Bleacher Report. I do, man. I'm not gonna lie to ya. I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. All right, they said Minnesota Timberwolves, LaMelo Ball, which they could do because uh, D'Angelo Russell, he could play the point in shooting guard, so. Not a bad pickup from, um, they said Golden State Warriors get James Wiseman. Um, they say the Charlotte Hornets get Anthony Edwards, and then the Chicago Bulls get Denny. I don't want it. I know. I'm sorry, yo. If this happens, if this happens, nah. Mm -mm. I'm sorry, and not to be disrespectful. But <clears throat> just, mm -mm. I know people, y'all listen to this right now. You, you guys are probably like, how could you or whatever? And I don't know. Uh, mm -mm. Nope. No, 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 um, cause anything, like I said, anything can happen on draft night. Um, Albie Toppin's also a good player as well. They said Cavaliers would draft him. He's a power four center. Um, like I said, well, um, hey, I mean, if I'm bold, I'm trying, which they, 
they could have already tried to trade with the Hornets to switch spots, but this ain't work out. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, yo. I just know that uh, it's going to be real interesting to see what happens on draft night because any trade can happen. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Golden State traded their pick. Not to the Chicago Bulls. Because they won't do that. But if a player offers something, yeah. I, I would not be surprised to see him do something like that. Um, do, 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 do. Okay, people. We talked about Major League Baseball. We talk. We talk. Well, we don't have nothing to talk about hockey. Oh yeah, I didn't get to talk about this last week. Congratulations to K- Khabib on defeating Justin Gaethje and retiring. Now Dana White saying, "Oh, I think he'll come back or whatever." Mm, no, the K- Khabib to me is like uh, just somebody who he uh, he will not. He's not gonna. If he says something, he's gonna stand by it. That's that's how I see Khabib as. That's how I see him as. Um. So, yeah, I don't see him just going, going, going back and saying, "All right, no, I'll, I'll come back." No, Mm-mm. nope. No, 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 no. So congratulations, Khabib. It's a heck of a heck of a journey for you, buddy. And hey, maybe he does come back. Maybe he does, but maybe he does not. So there you have it, y'all. All right, and uh, now let's talk about some NFL, ladies and gentlemen. We got week eight and week nine to talk about. Um, wow, things ain't looking good, all right, matter of fact, no, 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 let me see this, Houston, we have a problem, that is right, JJ Watt says, not looking to rebuild, when asked about uh, the Houston Texans' future and uh, what's going on with them as they are uh, stumbling. So, well, uh, we'll see what happens there. That's, that's not good. That is not good. You got somebody like J.J. Watt saying that. He may get traded in the offseason. Yeah, yeah, he will. He'll get traded in the offseason. Just imagine if the Steelers, oh my, oh my goodness. If the Steelers got J.J. Watt, imagine T.J. Watt and J.J. Watt playing together. Oh my God. <laughs> All three brothers would end up playing together, though, because you got uh, T.J. Watt there, too. Whew. Um, Golden Tate held out of Giants practice after his wife's rants over usage. Um, yeah, um, I don't know if you guys seen, but, uh, his wife had posted a lot of things, you know, basically trying to get him traded, you know, because they're not using him. 
they are not using him in uh well he didn't get traded and he uh well people um <laughs> let's just say uh they held him they did not practice well at least him so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens uh there Houston Texans close facility after player test positive for coronavirus. Yeah, there's a few tests going around. A few players are out. Like, in tonight's game against Packers versus Niners. Um, there's a few Niners players that will be out. So, yeah. All right. Um, well, let's... Uh, Let's let's look at um, the NFL scores from last week. But before I continue, um, let me just say Josh McCown is signing with Texans. His twelfth franchise. So, I mean, it's good. It's good. A lot of Eagle fans are mad about that. I'm like, why are you guys mad? We got Jalen Hurts. Come on, y'all. I'm not mad about it at all. Really don't need four quarterbacks. You know, think about it. We have Carson Wentz. We got Jalen Hurts. We got Nate Sudfield. And then we had, um, what's the dude's name? I cannot remember his name right now. I just said it. Um, Josh McCown. So, I, I I'm not mad about it, people. I'm not mad about it at all. Alright, uh, so, let's, uh, let's talk about some week, week, uh, week eight, let's talk about it. Alright, week eight, ladies and gentlemen, we had... <clears throat> the Atlanta Falcons beat the Carolina Panthers 25-17. to um, Atlanta, uh, they're looking real good. They just had some bad breaks. I mean, like, should have beat Dallas. They should have, I forgot who they played. I think the, the Lions, I believe. They should have beat the Lions. Um, there's a few teams, there's a few games they should have won, and they should not be as bad as they they. As they are right now, um, you know, but you know, getting rid of coach, you know, getting rid of certain things actually uh, help them in a way. So we'll see, you know, what where they go from here, um, and it's gonna be interesting. It is going to be interesting to see where they go from here. Um, I don't, maybe, I don't think they'll be able to make a run now, but by next season, you know, free agency draft and all that, they'll improve and, uh, <coughs> excuse me, they'll be able to improve and, uh, they'll be, I believe they'll be able to do something, uh, progressive <coughs> next season. It's kind of about time they got rid of some, some people, um, 
the Buffalo Bills beat the New England Patriots 24 to 21. It's not it is not looking good for uh Belichick and Cam Newton. It's not. Especially for Bill Belichick. Um I mean this is on Cam. There's already been like a few games where Cam Newton has he has it in the bag to win. He has it. And uh just give it up. I mean it's like what really are you guys serious? No, come on. So, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, I have bigger and better hopes for the Patriots. And they're absolutely not living up to it. They gotta. They gotta. They gotta step it up. They gotta do more. They really do. Um. <clears throat> so wow, the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Tennessee Titans thirty-one to twenty. Did not see that one coming. Um. The Raiders beat the Browns 16 to 6. Um the Indianapolis Colts beat the Detroit Lions 41 to 21. Oh wow, the Lions lost. I didn't even I didn't even notice this score. Wow. <laughs> um I did notice this one though that the Vikings beat the Packers 28 to 22. Um Chiefs beat the Jets 35-9. Dolphins beat the Rams 28-17. The Saints beat the Bears 26-23. Um, let's hit a game-winning 35-yard field goal in overtime. This one was a... Uh, this was good. Uh, a good game. Poor Nick Foles. I mean, he's getting beat. No offensive line. It's uh, it's terrible, yeah. I'm watching this game. I'm just seeing them get beat. I'm like, oh man. I needs help. Needs help. They didn't get it. Um, during via trade, so we'll see what happens. That's the good thing about like um Trubisky though, that he can run out the pocket and make plays. Like there was that one play was like third third and something and uh Foles ran out the pocket but he couldn't do nothing like with it so he he tried to um he yeah he like threw it away or something or maybe he got sacked I don't quite remember but I do know that uh, they were saying you know if you had Mitch Trubisky on that you could have gotten the first down so it's like it's, I mean. And this is, you know, when you talk about it, you you talk about the fact that, yeah, if we had, if we had him, probably would have been all right. Could have won the game, but we don't. That's why the offensive line has to give uh, Foles more time. You give him more time, Foles is a dangerous quarterback, just like any other quarterback would be, unless you're Carson Wentz. 
Yeah. Um. But, um. The Seattle Seahawks beat the 49ers 37 to 27. Um. And. People. People. With that being said, Jimmy G and George Kittle are out for eight weeks. The 49ers will not be making the playoffs. They won't. I'm sorry. You got no... Uh, it's, it sucks, man. It does. Um, I want to see if 49ers could make another run. It kind of looked like they weren't going to be able to, people. <laughs> and we've seen that, you know. Quarterback got hurt. Nothing really you can do, you know. So, and not only that, but you're tight end as well, so. And you're playing a, a very strong Seattle Seattle's offense. And even if you do make the playoffs, it's it, like, if you face a team like Seattle in the playoffs, their offense is amazing. Um, uh, the the Steelers beat the Ravens 28-24. to This was good, too. You know, just see, Steelers are still undefeated, and it still shows that... Uh, it still shows that... Um, Lamar Jackson has a lot of improving to do. He's he's not that good of a quarterback. Sorry, he he's he's not yo. He is not that good of a quarterback. Um, he still needs room for improvement, and uh, we'll see if they can get that. Um, Broncos beat Chargers thirty-one to thirty. Um, they won. They were on. They won. Um, I believe Locke went for like a deep pass, maybe a Hail Mary or something. Or I think it was just a deep pass with like no time remaining, basically. And uh, the pass interference was called on the defense. Um, so that happened. It was called on the defense. Um, all right. And... So they're now they're on the one yard because it happened in the end zone. They're on the one yard line, um, and uh, the and Drew Lock uh, came up clutch and and passed it. The, the wide receiver caught it for the touchdown. Sorry, I couldn't get my words out. <laughs> so yeah, <clears throat> um. Eagles beat the Cowboys 23-2-9. Um, it feels more like a loss than anything, but uh, we'll get into that later. Um, and the Buccaneers beat the New York Football Giants 25-23. Um, this was a very – it was very good, actually. I'm not going to lie. It was a very good competitive game. Um, see the Giants fight and stay in the game. Um, I, I, I want to see how uh, – I, I like how Joe Judge has that team. Joe Judge has that team flowing and looking good, and uh, I cannot wait to see what happens um, soon. Like, 
not maybe not this year because they're probably out the playoffs. But um, how he keeps them team the team going in about a year or two more. You know, I can't wait to. I definitely can't wait to see how they'll have that uh, team flowing in about a, a year or two more. Definitely, uh, definitely could be looking at uh, some good things from the team. Um, like I said, I have a lot of family. A lot of family are Cowboys and Giants fans. Um, so Cowboy fan, Cowboy fans. I, yeah, yeah, I know. I don't like you. The Giants, I, I got no problem with the Giants. So, I do wish upon their success. I'm not going to lie. Um, and hopefully, you know, they'll get it. And I think, I think, uh, I think they will. To be, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I think they, 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 def, they, uh, they definitely could uh, get that. <clears throat> So, um, yeah, people. Also, um, teams owned by Cardinals, the Washington football team, the Jaguars, and the Texans. Um, so the, the team, those are the teams that are on by. Let's, uh, let's move on to week nine. Let's move on to week nine. Uh, All right. So, hold on, people. All right. Week nine. We got, we have, all right. We have, ladies and gentlemen, some Thursday night football. We got the Green Bay Packers, Green Bay Packers. Visiting the San Francisco 49ers. Alright. That's Sunday at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. We have uh, Denver, Denver Broncos visiting the Atlanta Falcons. We have um, the Seattle Seahawks visiting the Buffalo Bills. We have the Baltimore Ravens visiting the Indianapolis Colts. We have the Houston Texans visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars. I always do this. I say the teams, I just don't. I'll just go back. Um, The Carolina Panthers will be visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. The Detroit Lions will be visiting the Minnesota Vikings. The Chicago Bears will be visiting the Tennessee Titans. The New York Football Giants will be visiting the Washington Football Team. The LA Raiders will be visiting the LA Chargers at 4:05 p.m. Eastern Time. The Miami Dolphins will be visiting the Arizona Cardinals. The Pittsburgh Steelers will be visiting the Dallas Cowboys. The New uh wait yeah. On Sunday Night Football, we got the New Orleans Saints visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then you got Monday Night Football. You got the New England Patriots visiting the New York Jets. Uh, 
and then teams on by are the LA Rams, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Cleveland Browns. Ladies and gentlemen, that is right. All right, so let's talk about it. I believe uh, Green Bay will beat uh, San Fran on Thursday night football tonight. I mean, um, why wouldn't they, right? Uh, and you might, you might look, you might come and say to me, uh, "This is why, or this is this, this is that." Well, I look at, I look at this way: you got no uh, Jimmy G, you got no George Kittle, um, and you got guys out due to COVID. Um, Sorry, no, there's no way, I'm sorry, <clears throat> sorry guys, there is no way that that the Green Bay Packers will lose to the Niners, that's, I mean, unless, uh, unless uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, stinks it up, okay, could happen, but I doubt it, no, it's not going to happen, so I say Green Bay beats San Fran, I'm going to go with a score, I'm going to say... I'm going to say it's something like, uh, um, I'll say Green Bay 30, no, matter of fact, Green Bay 27, San Fran 10. I mean, if it's a more competitive game, awesome. I love competitive games. I don't care if it's good or bad teams, but I don't think it will. All right, then you got Broncos versus Falcons. I said I got the Broncos winning. Uh, Bron- Broncos are hot, sort of the Falcons. Um, but I just feel like uh, Falcons should just try, you know, get a high draft pick and you know see what they can do uh, next season. Um, Seahawks versus Bills. Um, I got the Bills winning. Um, Bills are a very competitive team this year. Josh Allen, he just needs to find his groove like he did earlier in the season. Where he he was actually an MVP candidate, so uh, I think and I think this is the game to have that happen, um, and I could see it happening in this game. Um, you got the Ravens and the Colts. Um, I, th- I think Ravens. I think Lamar Jackson and company will be- bounce back. Um, uh, you got the Texans and the Jaguars. Uh, I say Texans win. Both teams are bad. But I just think Houston's gonna win. <clears throat> Uh, Carolina and Kansas City. Kansas City's going to win this. Um, that's why Carolina, I had picked Carolina to win it last week. That it was a must win for them because they're not beating Kansas City. Christian McCaffrey's supposed to come back this week. Um, but that's, that's not going to do no difference. You got Le'Veon Bell. You got Sammy Watkins. You got Tyreek Hill, Robinson, and them boys. You got, uh, well, not Jason Kelsey, but his brother, Travis Kelsey. Um, you got, I mean, and then defensive side, you got some guys there. So, yeah, it's. No, this is gonna be all Kansas City. Oh, no, my my my! I add Patrick, my homeboy. That's right. <clears throat> all right, then you got Detroit Lions versus Minnesota Vikings. I got the Lions winning. Vikings are on a good team this year, and the uh, Lions actually look good now. But Matthew Stafford is out; he's on COVID list. So we will we'll we'll see. Well, how how they'll be able to uh, factor somebody and what quarterback they're gonna have in for this game? Um, I definitely believe Detroit will, could win. They could win. Um, Bears and Titans. Uh, I'm gonna gonna go with the the Bears. Um, I know Titans have two bad losses. Um, they want to bounce back, but I just maybe next week this game isn't for them to bounce back. This uh, Bears bounce back. 
Amin. Um, Giants and uh, the football team. Yeah. Uh, I believe the football team will win. Their defense is absolutely amazing. That D-line, ooh, watch out, bro. And the Giants' defense ain't no joke either. So, I, you know, but, nah, I believe Washington football team will win. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Raiders and Chargers. I believe Raiders will beat the Chargers. Um, Chargers giving up too much, too much, uh, Chargers are giving up too much comebacks. And it ain't looking good for Anthony Lynn, but I believe Raiders are one. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers did pick up the W here. But I just see Raiders uh, looking looking to get into the playoffs. Um, Dolphins and Cardinals. Uh, I see the Cardinals beat the Dolphins. Tua, Tua's going to um, he'll have a pretty good game, but it's going to be more about Kyler Murray and D-Hop in this game. Um, Steelers and Cowboys. Steelers are gonna dominate the Cowboys. This is this isn't even gonna be a game. That's how bad it's gonna be, really. It's gonna be ugly. Um, Saints and Buccaneers. Um, I say the Buccaneers win. I think uh, Saints won the first game. Bucks won this game, and uh, it's looking like maybe Bucks do get first place. Um, but, 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 and then Patriots, Jets, I mean, the Patriots should have won, but if the Jets were to win, uh, that ain't good, that is not good, um, so, but, you know, we'll, we'll see, <clears throat> but, um, Patriots should win, they should win, they should, but like I said, we'll see, we'll see, and my Eagles have a bye week, now, before we get into, um, Eagles, uh, beautiful game, again, the greatest game of the year against the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. I just want to say, people, um, you know, trade deadline deadline was uh, this past week, and uh, that was nothing really, nothing really happened. Like really, no trades. If we look at the trades, they all happened the day before, and then other than that, like nothing else happened and there could have been trades made but i think just because like you know covid and all that it just didn't it didn't, it didn't get to happen um so that was kind of like discouraging um because i'm like man really no trades and it's not even about the eagles trying to trade for somebody because that's the last thing i was thinking about but it's just like man i would have you know liked to see at least a one big trade I know uh, McKinney, the, um, the, the, uh, what's, what's his name? Uh, he's, uh, he's, um, he, he, he plays for the, the Atlanta Falcons. He's a, he's a defensive, is he a defensive cycle? I'll find out right now. I'll find out right now. He's a defensive, middle line, it's something. I think a DN. He might be a DN. Um, trying to find out. Um, Tack McKinley. That's who he is. Tack McKinley. He uh, he wrote on Twitter. He said, "At the Atlanta Falcons aren't trading me." Um, they have declined a handful of offers. 
um, he also put, though, he said these Falcons turned down a second-round draft pick when I requested to get traded last year. The same Falcons turned down a fifth and sixth-round draft pick when multiple teams from multiple teams when I requested to get traded this year. I only have 17 and a half career sacks. Okay. So, I mean, it, it sounds like the duty. Or could that, could that, um, could that be an understatement, guys? All right. He's a, he's a DN. He's a DN. Um, He ain't happy. Uh, the dude's only 25 years old. Um, I mean, if he, like I always say, if he ain't happy, let the dude go trade him. Get something out the man. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. The dude's only, he's he's young. He's 25. Doesn't want to play with them. Now, the Falcons coach is saying that McKinney will be, McKinley will be held accountable. Um, cause that he he also did call the Falcons stupid for not trading him. So, uh, uh it ain't looking good in Atlanta. And you know, like in this situation, like what does does the locker room? Do? Hey, do we let's sit. Maybe the dude's just like, I don't want to talk to you. You know, like, <laughs> you get one of them guys. You can, all right, hold up, man. I'll knock you up right here. We you, you ain't going to be talking to me like that. We Do we have one of those? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know, people. It's a whole problem. That's what that is. Same thing when I, you know, the same thing with JJ Watt now. JJ Watt, he's like, I don't want to rebuild. I didn't ask for this. And yeah, you could have had Don DeAndre Hopkins. I think there's more problems than DeAndre Hopkins because this Houston Texans team has just fell down. Oh my goodness, I'm I'm like, who, who are these guys? I'm like, really, guys? When I'm watching. This Houston Texans team, I'm like, bro, yeah, what is wrong with y'all? Y'all suck. Like, really. And that's. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. Like, they, they were never this. I'm sorry, they were never this bad. The, 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 the Houston Texans might be um, need of defense, maybe, too. I think it, defensive needs and the offensive linemen. Maybe we've never got rid of the hop. Um, Bill Bryant really screwed him over. Just gonna say that. Really did. Um, but uh, I wanna talk about something. Uh, but yeah, it, it does get frustrating. It gets very frustrating. Trust me, y'all. Um, but let's uh, let's talk about my Eagles. Let's talk about my Eagles on their week eight vi- week eight victory against the Dallas Cowboys. 
which to me didn't feel much like a victory. It did not. Very unsatisfied I was. Very unsatisfied. Kind of broke my heart a little bit. Um, kind of broke my heart. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, <clears throat> right, so, uh, you know, I mean, defense, obviously, like I, t- like I told, defense ain't going to lose this Danucci. They're going to, you know, do what they need to do against this dude, which they did. They do, they did do what they had, had to do. Um, now, here we go. You know, Boston Scott, they had a pretty good game. We've seen Corey Clement, uh, five carries, 24 yards, so he didn't do bad. Carson Wentz, he ran it four times for 17 yards. Uh, Rager ran it once. He had six yards. Ward ran it once. He had two. Well, Eagles had a total um, 26 carries for 119 yards. Um, Boston Scott, on the other hand, he had 15 carries for 70 yards. Longest run with 19 yards. Um, against the Cowboys defense, though, you got to run it way, you know. If Miles Sanders was in this game, he'd probably have 120, 130 rushing yards, maybe a, a TD. Not maybe, he would have had a TD. Um, all right. Uh, okay, people. Okay. Um, Then we look at uh, defensively total tackle. Though, dude, TJ Edwards thirteen total tackles, six total one sacks, two tackles for loss, and he had a quarterback hit. Yes, I know this is only uh, a bad Dallas Cowboys team, but still thirteen tackles. Come on, come on, y'all, give it to the brother. Give it to the brother. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um. This is gonna. I'm sorry. This is gonna be very frustrating for me. And this is why this is gonna be very frustrating for me, y'all. Carson Wentz. Let's talk about it. 15 for 27, 123 passing yards, 4.6 average per yard, two pass touchdowns, two pass interceptions. He had four sacks. Um. He had a quarterback rating of 20, not 20. Wow. Quarterback rating of 29.7. He had a rating of 61.2. Um, ben DiNucci, he had 21 for 40, 180 yards, 4.5 yards per carry. Per pass, sorry. Uh, zero pass touchdowns, no pass interceptions, four sacks. Um, he had 21.3 quarterback rating. He had a 64.6 rating. Um, Jalen Hurts had a pass as well. One, he had one pass for nine yards. He had, he had nine yards per average. Wow. Uh, 25.3 quarterback rating, 104.2 rating. Um, um, Carson Wentz had a total of four turnovers. Um People, that's what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say right now. 
Oh, man. Karsten Wentz, you are our quarterback. We paid you to be our quarterback. Oh, no, and then you're at the press conference with your little hat and saying, oh, I'm still going to be doing I'm still going to be doing me. Why? Because this is what I do, and I'm not going to shy away from it. Really? I mean, if 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 he if he's like that in the in the in, in the press conference, I can only imagine when the coach is like, "Hey, hey, slow it down, coach. I'm still gonna be doing me. I gotta do me. I'm sorry. This is the only way I know and live." Shut up! Shut up! You you a sucker! I mean, I, I mean, I'm the biggest Carson Wentz supporter. I'm the biggest Carson Wentz. Uh, people attack him. I'm like, hey, watch out, hey man. Nah, Carson Wentz ain't like that. Y'all gonna see eventually. And no, you make you have made me look stupid, and it ain't it ain't hard to make me look stupid. Just kidding. But uh, yeah, are you serious? You're really gonna say that at a press conference when when you only passed for 123 pass yards, you had two interceptions, two fumbles, and you you beat you bit really you barely beat the Dallas Cowboys 23 to nine. Really, really. Come on. The only reason the Dallas Cowboys defense looked so good was because Carson Wentz made them look so good. The only reason the Dallas Cowboys defense looked so good was because Carson Wentz made them look so good. I mean, I mean, it's atrocious. You let Ben DiNucci outplay you? Really? Really? Come on, man. I I, I, I I don't get it. I don't get it. Really. Carson Wentz, you get paid big bucks. Like, dude, you're not even on a rookie contract. We gave you an extension to play like a franchise quarterback, and you are not doing that. I mean, I, I look at first take, and I see what Max Kellerman says, and now I'm like, couldn't Max Kellerman be right? I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, I've seen Jalen Hurts pass it two times, and those two passes are just beautiful. And I know people are like, "Oh, there's no chance that Jalen Hurts will become the starter this year." You're absolutely right. But what I've seen an article where he's uncuttable until after the 2021 season, and what's next year? The 2021 season. So my prediction here is this is what's going to happen because the defense. Thank God for our defense because if our defense was terrible. Oh, we would have, oh, man, oh, forget about it. We probably would have lost this. Um, and to the rest, to the rest gave us uh, some some easy calls. Um, but this is what, this is what I'm going to say. And thank God for Travis Fulgham, 60 reception, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Jalen Rager, too, but Jalen Rager didn't do that much. He had three receptions, 16 yards, and a touchdown as well. But here it is, y'all. Here it is. Let's say, all right, yes, we're probably going to make the playoffs. Probably in one done. Um, we'll be lucky if we win the wild card. Absolutely. If Carson wants keeps on with this, definitely. But this is what I'm gonna say right here. Carson Wentz, right? Let's say Carson freaking Wentz, the guy I've I've vouched for for the past five years, has made me look stupid. So this is what I'm gonna say. Carson Wentz. He stinks it up this year. He's a terrible playoff game, whatever. 
We don't want a playoff game. Let's just not even terrible. We don't want a playoff game. Next season, same same situation. Next season with Carson Wentz. This is what will happen. They're going to try to trade him after the twenty twenty one season. They probably could trade him. They'll trade him. I would not be surprised if he ended up in a team like the Colts, where there's a certain someone that uh worked with them when he was uh with the um when he was with the Eagles. Um we got that, right? Um I also could see him. Um you know the Colts, there's one in the um With the Bears as well. Vikings. I can see Carson Wentz going to the Vikings as well. And I say Jalen Hurts. He becomes Jalen Hurts. Becomes our starting quarterback. And could, just imagine this. Could you imagine? I mean, just think about this. Could you imagine if Jalen Hurts, right, became our franchise quarterback? I mean, just think about what the Eagles have have to be thinking about right now. Like, dude, Carson, we paid you. Yes, we drafted Jalen Hurts because in case you get injured, since you're fragile like a glass, you just drop you. I drop you from an inch, and you're gonna break on me, crack. You're gonna crack your little your little bones. Drink some more milk, you sucker. <sighs> you, 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 you. Oh my goodness, I'm so pissed off. You, you pay this big bucks and you're stinking it up you only had one good season really in 2017 yes the other seasons were okay maybe good but they weren't great seasons like you had in 2017 before getting injured um and after that it's just been downhill and this is we're seeing it right now i mean i it, it, the best quarterback in the nfc east is dak prescott don't point about it dak prescott is the best quarterback in the nfc east carson wentz We'll be lucky if he's the second best quarterback right now. Matter of fact, no, he is. I'm not gonna go that far. He is the second best quarterback. But towards the NFL, you know how many guys are outplaying him? And every game that the Eagles have played, every quarterback has outplayed Carson Wentz. Every quarterback has outplayed Carson Wentz. Gotta pick this up. We gotta clean it up. Come on. And I, I, I have, I just have, and you know what? It might not even have to lead to after the 2021 20, season to get rid of this dude. My, this is my fear, y'all. And I'm telling y'all right now, Carson Wentz is going to get injured or he's going to play so bad that, that Howie Roseman just, he sits Dougie P down and says, hey, man, you got to bench this dude. At least for a series or, or maybe a few plays or something, maybe two, three series or just a game. You got to sit this brother down. And Jalen Hurts has a great game, or maybe a good game. He leads the Eagles to a win, let's say against Arizona or something. And hopefully, that will open Wentz's eyes. He'll get back in there, and we'll see the old Carson Wentz. But if that doesn't open his eyes, Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson are going to look and they're going to be like, hold up. Carson Wentz ain't doing it for us. But Jalen Hurts, we put him in for a game or a series or two, and the brother is 
is is uh he's gold. Carson, you gonna have to sit. And I you and if you guys think I take pleasure in saying this, yes, I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan ever since uh his 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 last year in uh in Oklahoma, which was last year. Um did not think my Eagles would draft him, but I love it. Um I just get scared that Carson Wentz is gonna get injured, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going back to my point. Carson Wentz is gonna get injured. And Jalen Hurts will take over that starting quarterback job. And Carson Wentz will never see the field as a Philadelphia Eagle. That's my fear. I am a huge Carson Wentz fan, y'all. I want my quarterback to succeed. I don't I can't put it in my head. Why Carson Wentz is this bad? What, like, dude, really? Why? Why aren't you seeing the field like other quarterbacks? It's obvious. Dude, you can put me on the field. Put me on the field with them guys. I mean, the talent that the Philadelphia Eagles have right now, especially when they're getting healthy. And you... Can't get it done. I mean, there's an analyst saying that Wentz won't end his career as an eagle. He's not. If he continues this bad, he will not end it as an eagle. He just won't. He won't. He will not. And Jalen Hurts will be the Philadelphia Eagles' next quarterback. A quarterback that can run, that can pass. He can do it all. And that's the NFL quarterback that we're seeing now, right now, right now. And that's a quarterback. I mean, you look at like Dak, Dak Prescott. He's one of them quarterbacks. Colin Kaepernick. Um, 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 Lamar Jackson. Kyler Murray. That's the type of quarterback that... uh. I think the e, that's why the Eagles drafted him. They think that, you know, in case once gets injured, because Nate Sheffield ain't gonna cut it, but it might it might turn out that this draft pick for the Philadelphia Eagles, I, even a Russell Wilson, a draft pick like this for the Philadelphia Eagles has worked out, because uh, it looks like if once doesn't pick it up, they put in Hurts and Hurts is able to play great for the next 15, 20 years for the Eagles. It worked out for them. I'm not, you know why else I'm not happy about it? Because I got a once jersey for Valentine's Day this year. Yeah. I'm not getting another jersey. I'm going to stay with it. I'll probably get it like a Jalen Hurts uh, shirt. You know, the ones like they got at Walmart. That's it. I'm not, I'm not getting another jersey. Sorry. If I do get another jersey, it's having my last name on it. That's why I got my basketball one like that. The Yankees one doesn't have a last name, so. But now, nah, yeah, I'm pissed off. I, I really am pissed off. Uh, really pissed off. <clears throat> I don't. I, I'm at a loss for words. I am. I'm at a loss for words. Like, guys, I'm about to read you. Carson wants to. <laughs> His stats for the season, and you guys are gonna. It's terrible. It. <sighs> Man. Twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen were his best years, 
They were. 2016 wasn't great. 2019 wasn't great. And 2020 is not great. Now, 2019 wasn't as bad as this year or 2016. Like, he's playing like he's a rookie. Like, really. That's how he's playing right now. As he's a rookie. He has 12 pass touchdowns, 12 pass interceptions, 1,883 pass yards. He's uh, his complete completion percentage is 58.4. He's been sacked 32 times. Uh, He has five fumbles. Um, His rating, quarterback rating, is at uh, 73.2. That's worse than his rookie season. His rookie season, he has 62.2. 62.4 completion percent percentage, um, and he had a 79.3 rating. Yes. And he's getting hit way too much, and I, I'm telling you, I believe, I do, I'm telling you, I believe Carson Wentz might get injured, and, uh, Yeah, y'all know the rest. Now, when he rushes, when he has rushed, he has he has five rush touchdowns this season, two hundred two rushing yards, but he uh he has two fumbles. So I'm so frustrated. I'm gonna see if I have Unk next week. We'll be talking about this and you know previewing the uh, Eagles and Giants game. Um. And I, I just, I don't, I, I don't know where we go on from here. I don't, I am so serious to you guys. I do not know where the Philadelphia Eagles go from here. Um, like I'm, I'm scared for next week's game. It's not because I think Carson, I'm sorry. I don't think the Eagles could win it. I believe the Eagles will win it, but I feel like Carson once would just give the Giants the game. Like, here you go, guys. Try to make the playoffs. That's how I feel right now. And that's why I'm like, I'm so close to just screaming, put Jalen Hurts in the game. Let him be your quarterback. But I don't want to get to that point yet. I don't. So I'm still having faith in my quarterback. He's got, he has to turn it around. The coach has got to be harder on him. They got to. Maybe, like I said, sit him down for a game or two or three series or maybe just one series. Maybe he could just see, like, all right, I got I got to clean this up. Because if not, next time they bench me, it may be for good. So, that's what I'm hoping for. But, like, defense really good. Rushing game was good. Um, fairly well, at least. Um, but defense really, they did their thing. Elliott had, what, like 63 rushing yards or 73 rushing yards? But, um, no, he didn't kill us, so we stopped him most of the time, so. That was that was my big thing. It was like, all right, we got to stop Ezekiel Elliott, which I think the Eagles knew they were more focused. All right, let's stop Ezekiel Elliott. Um, if we get in this quarterback's face, he won't be able to give it to the run, to wide receivers, and uh, there's no Dak Prescott, so nothing really to worry about, just Ezekiel Elliott. So, yeah. But, you know, having a bad game like this, you give other teams in the NFC East hope. So, hopefully this bye week does work for the Eagles. I believe it will. I, I still got faith in Carson Wentz. But, like I said, 
after the game against the Giants, it's when I really, I can, I can sit here on this podcast and I'll, I'll tell you guys how I really feel. Um, and you know, we'll see how Unk feels about it. And then, uh, we'll see how the season goes. I just hope he doesn't get injured because I, I just feel like if he gets injured and like injured out for the season and hurts outperforms him. It's not it's not gonna look good for Carson Wentz at all. You might not have to wait till after the 2021 season. I don't want to get to that misery because I like Carson Wentz. Like I'm thinking, like guys, to start this off, I was thinking about Colts, Vikings, and the Bears. Like really, I should have had to. And that's depending what Foles does. If Foles plays good enough that you know you're like, oh no. Foles is our quarterback for the next few years. All right, then cool. But if not, then just trade us Khalil Matt. <laughs> but no, all right. Maybe I'm overreacting. I hope I am. I, I this 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 would be bad. But anyways, I just I hope that I'm wrong about this, y'all. I really am. I do hope I am. I hope I'm totally wrong about this. Come, um, not this week, uh, um, in two weeks, basically, when, when we talk about, um, the recap of the Eagles and the Giants. So, um, I'm going to say who went up, who went down this week. Who went down is obviously Carson Wentz. I'm not, I'm not even going to tell you. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I know. He has, I mean, he has worse, worse turnovers than, uh, Kirk Cousins, five more turn, well, maybe more than that or less, I don't know. Um, but he has more turnovers than Kirk Cousins. And um, if Jameis, even if Jameis Wilson was a quarterback, starting quarterback in the league right now to, for any team, I think Carson Wentz will have more turnovers than him, so that's bad. Um, and who went up this week? Who went up? Uh, I mean, wow, I mean. Think, I mean, we think about, we could think about it. And we can look at so many factors, look at so many teams. Um, I mean, um, man, uh, but it would have to be the Minnesota Vikings. Definitely the Minnesota Vikings. You know, um. And you're going to be like, really? Yeah. They beat the Green Bay Packers. They beat Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. So, uh, definitely the Minnesota Vikings. Having Dalvin Cook back does help them. Um, just imagine if they had Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, and Justin Jefferson. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Um, and then um, my top five teams of the week. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. My five time, my five, my blah, 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 blah. my top five teams of the week are, yes, that is right. At number five, I still think of uh, the Titans as a tough team. Eh, wrong, 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 ladies and gentlemen. That is right. Uh, you just lost to the Bengals, and nothing against the Bengals, but come on, really, come on, Titans. You guys were just five and zero. Oh. I mean, like, and now they're just like five and two. They lost. Now they lost to the Steelers that week, 
So I was like, all right, no, I ain't going to get on them. But they lost to the Bengals this week. Something going right in the city of Tennessee. Um, but at number five, people, at number five, I'm going to give it to the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints, they're starting to get healthy, starting to look good. So, uh, and if they get Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders next this week against Tampa, the Buccaneers, woo! At number four. I'm going to have to give it to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, ladies Great team. I mean, you got Tom Brady and, and the Buccaneers. And Tom Brady survived the Giants, who he always struggles against. So no, no surprise here. At number three. That's right. I'm going to have to give it to the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, it's the Seattle Seahawks, y'all. Russell Wilson and boys, that offense is just straight up. I don't know if there's a team that'd be able to beat them. Might have Seahawks versus Chiefs in the Super Bowl. At number two, I'm going to have to give it to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, they're undefeated. Um, but there's some things they need to work on. They really do. They can't. Uh, some things, I don't know, man. You just, some things they definitely need to work on. And, uh. I think if they be able to work on them things, though, uh, they could be 16 and 0 to end the season, undefeated to end the season. So watch out for a team like that. And at number one, I mean, no other than Kansas City Chiefs. And you're probably like, they just beat the Jets. Yes. But the last 17 games, the Kansas City Chiefs, what's the record? 16 and 1. Ladies and gentlemen, they are, uh, their Chiefs are as dangerous as they come. I mean, Patrick Mahomes throwing for 416 and five pass touchdowns, amazing. Le'Veon Bell didn't do much, though, um, at, from running-wise. I mean, neither did Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, so, um, which was surprising, but, hey, I, they did more, like, on the pass, though. But sometimes you you know you just you gonna go you guys are gonna go with the pass. It's, I mean, when you got Patrick Mahomes, it's not like you guys are a run team. When you got Patrick Mahomes, boy, woo man, bro, it's all it's all connecting. No matter if you run or no passing, Patrick Mahomes is that dude. Um, but yeah, y'all, this is it. This was it for y'all. Um. There is my favorite. You had my famous rant. You had this. You had that. But it's all good. I will see you guys next week. And I will be previewing the Philadelphia Eagles visiting the New York football giants. That's right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. That is right. That is right. And I will see you guys. Next week, because you guys have just listened to the Mark Cologne podcast from the one, the only, the Mark Cologne. Goodbye.